This podcast is brought to you by the Kansas Hospital Association. Welcome to today's episode of the Kansas Hospital Association Plains Spoken Podcast. Today, I'm pleased to be joined by Chad Austin, President and CEO of the Kansas Hospital Association, and Dr. Sherry Vaughn, Associate Chief Medical Officer for the University of Kansas Health System. So glad they could join me. I'm Cindy Samuelson with the Kansas Hospital Association. Chad, let's start with you. I'd like to see if you could just give us a little bit of background about the history of the Kansas Hospital Association. Just tell us a little bit about KHA and what this organization is all about. Thanks, Cindy. KHA is an advocacy organization that was started back in 1910. We currently have 123 hospitals that are members of the Kansas Hospital Association. And the membership is really a wide array of various types of hospitals. We have small critical access hospitals in rural communities, and we have large urban academic medical centers, as well as for-profit hospitals that are part of the Kansas Hospital Association. We are governed by 21 member board, uh, which I also serve on, and I'm one of the 21 members. Uh, The remaining 20 members of the KHA board are really comprised of hospital CEOs, as well as two hospital trustees, one of which from a rural community and one from an urban community. And we also have two physicians that are appointed to the KHA board, one that represents a rural community and one that represents an urban community as well. Through the uh, KHA board, we try to have a diverse group of leaders, including based upon geographic locations. And so KHA is divided into six districts. And so we want to make sure that we have at least one individual within each of the six districts that is represented on the KHA board. In addition, we look at whether or not there's independent hospitals, system affiliated hospitals. We look at uh, gender diversity. We look at Uh, the location and types of hospitals, including prospective payment system and critical access hospitals. And so we're really excited that Dr. Vaughn is our first KHA board chair that is filling one of the selected two physician representatives. And so we're really excited about that for 2022. Chad, why don't you tell us a little bit about what kind of a milestone it is that Dr. Vaughn, who also serves as the Associate Chief Medical Officer for the University of Kansas Health System, and also serves as the KHA board president. Um, Is that something that happens regularly that we have a physician as a leader? Not filling one of the roles that we have right now, Cindy. And so we're really excited about Dr. Vaughn serving in this capacity, not only because is she a strong leader, but she also brings a great perspective from a physician leadership perspective. And so that's something that we're really excited about this year. It's going to allow us to really engage in some new topics and some different areas. And and we'll talk later on, I'm sure, about our strategic plan. And so uh, she will have an instrumental role in helping us lead through that in the first year. Dr. Vaughn, we're really eager to get to know you more as the KHA board chair. So I'm going to ask you some questions just so all of our listeners can learn a little bit more about you. Can you tell us just kind of about yourself, like where you're from originally and about your family and background? Sure. I'm uh, originally, well, I've been living multiple places growing up. I was born in Kansas, but have lived in Wyoming a couple of times, North Carolina, and Arkansas. Most of my younger years were probably spent in Arkansas. So that is what I call home. It's Northwest Arkansas around Fayetteville. That's where all my family lives. Um, But certainly have had a drawback to Kansas through residency and practice ever since then. So I've been in Kansas now for a couple of decades. So did you go to school in Kansas? 
I did my undergraduate in Arkansas, went to med school in Arkansas, but then did residency in Kansas City and have been practicing in Kansas ever since then. Um, is your family here with you in Kansas? Uh, just my two daughters are here in Kansas. Everyone else is still in Arkansas. So this is, this is our home. This is the only home they've ever known. But when we say we're going home, we're going home to Arkansas. Great. So what about your journey into healthcare? Did you know you would always want to look at a career in healthcare? Tell us a little bit about what brought you to where you are today. Sure. Well, I don't have any uh, health-related people in my family, so it really wasn't something I had considered. Uh, when I was in high school, I did do an anatomy and physiology class that just really drew me in. I loved it. I didn't think I would love dissecting things, but just looking at the organization and structure of things as simple as an earthworm to start made me just in love with medicine and anatomy. And so that really started me down that path. I did start college and started out in psychology and tried to avoid med school. And then I went to the school of business, still trying to avoid med school. And then finally just said, oh, forget it. I'm going, I'm going to go to med school. And so that's what I did. And I've never looked back. It's been a great choice for me. So I know there are physician roles that are more administrative and physician roles that are practicing all types of medicine. Can you tell us a little bit about your, what you do as a physician and whether it's more administrative or if you're actually practicing medicine and if so, in what capacity? Sure, most of my career, so the past uh, 23 years I've been in Lawrence and most of that has been primarily in practice. I have done times where I split my time as a, as a vice president here at the Lawrence Hospital and currently with my role with the University of Kansas Health System, two days a week, I still practice medicine. And so I still see patients full-time in the clinic here in Lawrence with my patients that I've taken care of for many years. And then the other three days of the week, I do administration. What do you like best? Or is it nice to have the diversity? Uh, you know, I love the diversity. I love patient care. It's where my heart is um, because I just feel like it's something that I enjoy, that I'm really good at and, and can encourage patients and educate patients to really, you know, live their best, healthiest life. And so I do love that. But I think in my administrative roles, the reason I love that is that I get to then influence and encourage other physicians to give that same care. So, so my true goal in my heart is to improve the, the health of every Kansan. And I feel like I get to do that both firsthand, hands-on with my patients, and then also across the state with other physicians. So it's the perfect match for me. Well, and how lucky we are to have you in that leadership capacity. That's, that's wonderful that you're giving back in that way. I personally know that you really enjoy traveling. So I just kind of wanted to ask you a little bit about, you know, where is the favorite place you have traveled to? And um, if, if there are places on your bucket list that you would like to go, because I know travel is one of the things you enjoy. Yeah, travel is one of my favorite things. I would say Paris is my favorite. I love Paris. I can't get enough. I always want to go to Paris. I try to go every year, even traveling other places. So Paris is kind of that place that I just love the most. 
bucket list. Gosh, it's a very big bucket. I would like to go a lot of places. So um, I would very much love to go to Thailand. I have not been there. So that's on the bucket list. I haven't been to Greece. Um, so I'm hoping to go there this summer, actually. So hopefully I can pull that out of my bucket and fill it back up with something else. I know travel has been something so many of us have not been able to do for a while because of our current environment. So excited to think about the future possibilities for all of us. I know. I kind of want to switch back to a little bit more of what Chad alluded to. We wanted to talk on our podcast today a little more about the KHA strategic plan. Um, And I wanted to see if Chad could answer some questions about our current plan and kind of the process the board goes through to get board and members, actually, what they do to get to the plan we have and and how it's a little different this year. Chad? Sure. Thanks, Cindy. You know, just like many other organizations, KHA does go through the process of developing a strategic plan. We were hopeful to be able to do that during 2020, uh, but as everyone knows, we had a issue with COVID-19, and so we decided just to do a one-year strategic plan for 2021. And so last year, we went through the process of really identifying a three-year strategic plan. And that strategic plan, just like every other strategic plan that organizations follow, really sets the direction for the association and the initiatives that we want to focus on uh, as an organization. Uh, The strategic plan that we're going through right now is actually a three-year strategic plan that started in 2022 and will go all the way through 2024. Uh, The way that we developed our strategic plan was really a comprehensive process that involved a lot of conversations and input from not only the membership, but the KHA board. And so it really started back in 2020, I believe, when we had a satisfaction survey that we gathered some information from the hospitals across the state as to what's the most important topics that they would want to focus on. And then we took the information that we gathered there and we presented that to the KHA board and started narrowing down some of the topics that we wanted to focus on and and took that back out to our district meetings that we do twice a year to get more feedback from the membership. And ultimately, last summer, we put together our draft strategic plan that we're actually starting to implement right now. And so really excited about that process. So what are the pillars that are identified in the current strategic plan as priorities this year, Chad? Yeah, so we really focused on six different areas with the 2022 to 2024 strategic plan. Uh, We focused on policy influence, which obviously is something that's core to many associations, uh, wanting to focus on areas of impacting regulations and legislation. Areas that we focused on under policy influence looked at telehealth and reducing administrative burdens. Another pillar that we focused on our priority was financial stability where we're looking at stabilizing reimbursement for hospitals and other healthcare providers. Uh, Workforce was a third strategic priority, which is really becoming a pressing issue for many of our hospitals given the current environment. Advancing health, healthcare visioning, and member and partner engagement are the other three that round out the six uh, priorities that we developed for the current strategic plan. Well, I know this year, um, in this three-year plan, a new area was identified, um, which is called a strategic aim. Can you tell us a little bit about that, Chad? Yeah, so that's something new that we developed for the current strategic plan, and that strategic aim really has a goal 
that the KHA board has developed for all hospitals to strive towards. Uh, the strategic aim that we came up with is to improve Kansas' statewide healthcare rankings with a focus on preventative health services. And really where that is coming about is that back in the early 90s, I believe we ranked ninth uh, compared to other states in our health rankings. And most recently, we've learned that Kansas now ranks 30th. And so we have a lot of work that we can focus on. And if we can all rally together and really put our energy and focus on some specific areas with preventative healthcare, uh, healthcare services, we're hopeful that we'll be able to improve that uh, state health ranking. Well, Dr. Vaughn, I know this is a brand new focus for KHA, and as a board chair, I wondered, especially as a physician too, why do you think the board felt it's so important to establish this specific long, long-term strategic aim on preventative health? Well, you know, I think every hospital has their strengths and their struggles, and so when we look at the strategic plan, having an aim that is something that really is is where we need to have our core focus is useful for all the hospitals. It gives them something to focus on and it's something measurable over time. So we can actually then see our progress. We know it takes time to implement and then see change, but we unless we focus in on that with our strategic aim, I think it, it just kind of falls to the side. And so it, it keeps it upfront all the time for us. That's great. And I know with something so measurable, looking at those numbers and trying to see as a state us work to move that, that would be very exciting. Um, as we look at the strategic aim and that focus on preventative health services, and we actually have a number that we are ranked and we're trying to improve upon it, how important is it that Kansas hospitals are working with other stakeholders? Yes, indeed. This is something that I think is really critical from our perspective. KHA has always had a really strong relationship with our physician partners like the Kansas Medical Society. And we've also worked really closely with a number of other healthcare advocacy groups, whether it's the nursing homes, the dentists, the pharmacists, etc. But what we're trying to do in our new strategic plan is not only to leverage those groups and work closely with all of those healthcare provider groups, but also to work with other organizations outside of healthcare. So really the developing relationships with the state business community, uh, the bankers, the ag community, really focusing on areas as to how can we make our state, Kansas, much stronger. And so there's some similarities that we have with those other groups. Uh, we are all facing workforce challenges at the present time. You know, housing's a big issue for all of the different industries that we're, and partners that we're working with, childcare services, et cetera. And so we see this as an opportunity to not only broaden our uh, uh, partnership, but collaboration with other groups outside of healthcare as well. Dr. Vaughn, I know Chad highlighted those six strategic priorities that the KHA board identified. You know, what are the areas that are most important to you? It's really hard to choose a couple, but I would say certainly one of them, especially being a physician, is access to care. And so as we're looking at that strategic aim, we also have to make sure that we have access to care and looking at it from many different areas, even doing the the you know, the rural emergency hospital that KJ has worked so diligently on and just shows the, the strength that we have in our KJ um, team to be able to do that type of development, looking at telehealth, things that have been imperative during this epidemic uh, or pandemic. Um, now, probably it's just endemic. 
is that we can do telemedicine and utilize that as a way for patients still to receive care in a time that they may not feel safe to be seen in person. So some of the things that are happening with access of care, I think is really, really important currently and ongoing. One of the other areas that, that Chad just alluded to is workforce. That has been an issue. It doesn't matter what type of industry, workforce is a challenge and really trying to focus in and find new ways and different ways to work on that and tap into different groups, you know, starting with early education, working with the high school students, looking at non-traditional types of students, things that we might be able to encourage people to come into some type of medical training that maybe they hadn't considered before. So with KHA and the work that they're doing around workforce, I think is imperatively important. Again, it also lends to access to care. If we don't have the staff and the workforce, we don't have access. So those are the two that I think right now are the most front for me, but also behavioral health is always important. Again, it ties into the other two. So those are the areas that I think are most important. Thank you, Dr. Vaughn. And I know the KHA board actually um, really is pushing KHA to do even more in the bucket of workforce and under our current crisis. And I don't know if Chad, you want to highlight anything about um, a, a push in, in that specific strategic initiative? Yeah, Cindy, that's one item that, as you pointed out, that we're really wanting to focus on and, and allocate some additional resources for not only 2022, but for the next couple of years. Uh, and it is developing not only the short-term strategies that may be out there uh, dealing with some of the issues pressing hospitals right now, but what are some of the long-term strategies so that we can really show you know, the youth of our communities why it would be so appreciative, why it would be so exciting to be in healthcare. There's a lot of great opportunities. Uh, we deal with technology, we deal with innovation, uh, we're very much collaborators. And so we're really excited about the opportunity to highlight some of the, the benefits of having a career in healthcare. Well, thank you both for spending some time with us today on the Plain Spoken podcast. Dr. Vaughn, I really appreciate your insight in all these areas and, and your dedication to the Kansas Hospital Association Board with your leadership as our current 2022 chair of the Board of Directors. I just thought it might be great for our listeners today to just learn a little bit more about you, yourself, and maybe we could learn a little bit about Chad, too, for those that don't know our president and CEO as well. But just some rapid fire questions for you guys today. So don't spend too much time thinking, just, you know, go with your gut. What's the first thing that comes to mind? I'll start with you, Dr. Vaughn. Are you more of an early bird or a night owl? Early bird, hundred percent. How about you, Chad? Yeah, early bird as well. Okay. Okay. What about this one? Uh, Dr. Vaughn, do you learn more by watching or do you learn more by doing? Ooh, uh, I'm a very visual learner, but I, I like the hands-on too, but I, I'm, I'm very visual. Very visual. What about you, Chad? I am one that would probably lean towards learn by doing. Okay. Okay. This gets a little bit more to your interest, Dr. Vaughn. Would you rather travel to the past or the future? Uh, I'm going to go future. Okay. What about you, Chad? Yeah, future as well. I think you know, we've, we've learned some from the past. I'm ready for the future. I think right now in our current environment, aren't we all so ready for the future? Oh, my. Okay. How about this, Dr. Vaughn? If you had to pick a favorite sport to watch, what is your favorite sport to watch? Volleyball. 
Wow. Okay. What about you, Chad? What's your favorite sport to watch? That's a tough one. It's probably any sport that my kids are playing in. And right now it's basketball. So that's, that's the one that I would probably choose. Okay. Now I know you both enjoy sports and enjoy the doing of sports. So Dr. Vaughn, what is your favorite sport to play? Volleyball. (laughs) Yes. What about you, Chad? Well, probably at my age now, it's probably going to be more like basketball or something like that. You guys kind of have your favorites. Well, it's been so great to get to know you guys today on KHA's Plain Spoken podcast. I want to thank all of our viewers for listening and please look out for future episodes of Plain Spoken. We are recording them and releasing them on the first and third Thursday of each month. Thank you for joining us today. For more information on Kansas health issues, go to kha-net.org.